Hello and welcome to the Empathy Podcast. This podcast seeks to explore the minds of those who not only understand or experience empathy, but of those who wish to take action, build, and practice empathetic behavior through conscious decision and responsible lifestyle choices. So if that sounds like something you might be interested in, this podcast might be just for you. So sit back, relax, and use what you were born with, empathy. All right. Hello and welcome to the Empathy Podcast. We're here with another exciting guest. We're here in the jungles of Belize, as you can see in the background for those of you watching. Um, And I'm so excited for our guest today. We've had her on before. Um, Her name is Allison Jade. And last time we were talking about you were a new vegan. uh, You were were raising some vegan kids and we were talking about some of the challenges. But now you're like a seasoned pro. Now it's like you've been through it, you've seen it all, you've done activism, you've done the health route, you focus on the environment, you've really done um, pretty much everything that you could think of, you know, for someone that is that is going vegan or that is, that is living that plant-based lifestyle as well. And uh, the topic that we're going to talk about today is a really unique topic. So most of the time I bring people on and we share their stories. And since we already shared your story, it's great for us to dive deeper in to what you're doing now. So one of the things that I've been really impressed with you uh, that you've been doing is you've been able to master the ability to help other people not only not only go vegan and live a healthier lifestyle but you've also been able to empower them and give them power in their own right to make massive change and i think that that's really unique and that's really different because most people are out there being activists and they are helping empower people um in very different ways so can you explain to maybe the audience and everyone listening how is it different um the way that you're empowering people and what are you doing Thank you. Thanks. So nice to be back on and share this with other people. So, um, yeah, that's been, uh, I, I started as, you know, I was definitely when we last talked, I was bringing my kids along the journey and I had a lot of moms, you know, or even doctors and parents saying you can't raise your kids vegan. And so I loved proving them all wrong. And it's been four years now of thriving and only getting better. So um, that's my, my main activism is, is my own, my own uh, lifestyle. And, um, and what I've, uh, you know, I was in the fashion industry. So I think even still when we last spoke. Um, and one of the things that was the missing piece in my life was that my, my career path wasn't aligning with my values. So I was, uh, you know, clocking in at work and then coming home and doing my Facebook activism and getting people to go vegan in any way I can and writing recipes and, you know, all the things to try, try to help people go vegan. Um, and one of the big shifts that happened for me was discovering a way that, um, I can help people with nutrition go um, healthy plant-based. So, you know, not even, um, not, not, not vegan, but plant-based for the people who aren't even mentally at this, you know, they're not empathic maybe for the animals, but I can still help them experience a plant-based lifestyle through nutrition. And it became a career. And in that career, I've been able to help other, and I'm trying more and more to reach other vegans because this has been the most effective way in my so far career of being vegan. So for over four years now, this has been the way that I've been able to focus on actually helping people um, go 
vegan, helping people to, you know, go plant-based. Vegan isn't maybe the, the title that they identify with, but go plant-based and then help vegans thrive as well. Because one of the things that was most frustrating for me was seeing people say they went vegan and then it didn't work for them and they had to go back to eating meat. So um, I saw this huge problem and I wanted to have a solution and, um, you know, I found this way that has been definitely my path and growing stronger and stronger every day. Yeah, that is so amazing. So I can totally relate um, to that story as well. I, when I, when I first went vegan, I was working in uh, the restaurant industry and I was really, um, I was really struggling because I was, on the one hand, I was like, I don't, I don't support animal agriculture. I don't support um, I started boycotting these industries. I, I, I didn't really want to support any su- unnecessary suffering. But at the same time, um, I was making my money by selling these dead animals. So mm-hmm. in a sense, I was a total hypocrite. And I really didn't like that. And so I could totally relate um, to that lifestyle and, and really struggling with that. So when it comes to um, empowering uh, other people to be able to make that change and to connect their morals and align with their actions. Uh, how do you find it valuable for them to to be empowered to maybe make the money or make the income or make their mm-hmm. lifestyle or pay their bills or whatever they got to do while still um, aligning their morals and their with their with their actions basically? Yeah. Yeah. So many people see their job as a paycheck, and I think this is an old mentality. I I think that we realize the importance of value of every moment of our life and how actually when we, you know, think back to what our parents did, I mean, working until like 70, working, working first of all, like 40 to 50, maybe even more hours a week um, is a lot of our life. And then until the age of we see our parents, they, some of them can't even retire because they're working so hard. And so to me, I think our generation has woken up and said, that's, first of all, that's not an alignment because we are, we're, we, we, we see more, um, value in our life and that we're not just trading our, our precious hours for dollars. That's not a sustainable life. And, um, so, so definitely it took it to another level when I actually said, not only that, but I want to align the actual work I'm putting in those hours. I want to make them count towards something that I'm passionate about. Because so many people just separate themselves from work. They're like, like, oh, like I, I go to work, I clock in, I clock out, then I come home and I do my passion, right? And how much time do you really have to do your passion? You're so tired by the end of your your busy work week. And we live to like, you know, have these tiny little weekends and maybe two weeks out of the year of vacation. And I just don't see that. I didn't see that for myself and I don't see that for others. I, I, I've seen now a way that um, we can align our, our work and our um, our values, and we could be so much more effective in our work because you know when we're passionate about something, we excel in it. So that's to me, you know, if I'm going to now do anything, it has to be something that aligns with my values. Yeah, and your story is incredible because you came from you know broke, having nothing, absolutely nothing, but still fighting for the animals and staying broke. Um, for a while and then you finally something clicked and you were able to still help animals still help people still help the planet um, but also make an income while doing it so like that is something that I think a lot of people listening would love to do that like who who right now is listening that would love to help animals help 
people help the planet at the same time while getting paid for doing that. And the environment. Right? Yeah. That's the planet. That's the environment. Oh, I didn't. Sorry, yeah. sorry. <laughs> the environment is the planet. Yeah, that's what I mean. The environment is the planet. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Of course. Like, how many people would want to do that? Yeah. And how many people are looking for the answer for that? So, how are we able to do that? Okay, well, um, so for me, as you knew, when I was looking for my, my, bringing up my kids vegan, one of, of course, I had everyone around me saying, you can't do it. And one of the things I, I dove right into was nutrition because I said, if I am going to do this, I'm going to do it right so that, you know, nothing happens to them. So if they were eating junk food, vegan junk food all the time, um, I hate to say, but that is not good for their health. And you know what? My daughter, even at the, at the beginning when we were going plant-based, she was quite anemic. And this was before she was not, she, she wasn't, um, she didn't start with being vegan. She was anemic before, but I knew that if she was pale and had dark circles under her eyes and was coming out anemic, they would blame it on veganism. So I had to find a way to ensure that they were getting the right nutrition. I consulted with some of the best specialists in the, in, in, in the plant-based world. So my, my good friend Taz had been vegan for 12 years. She's a geneticist and I was watching her. She was one of my inspirations, raising her children vegan. And so she actually shared with me a gift card to this incredible farm-to-family superfood company that also deals with gut health and, you know, organic nutrition, all whole food, plant-based. And I, you know, I thought, well, this is a great, a great, um, I looked into the company. It was amazing. I loved that they were going plastic-free. Um, that aligned with a lot of my, with all my values, of course. And, um, I just got to know more about the, the, the ethics of this company. They were just so in alignment. So not only did I purchase through her this, um, package of all these incredible superfoods, but I actually partnered with them so I can be, um, like what she's doing. I mean, she's a geneticist. She didn't need to do this for the money. She was doing it to help other people. And I thought, well, you know, I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not in science or anything like that, but this is a way I can share gift cards. And even though I'm not a, a, an expert, this is, it's, it's, it's nutrition. I mean, you can't argue with, um, good nutrition, organic nutrition, um, no matter what your side of the fence is, we know that whole food, uh, plant-based is the way to, to go. So the, this company was hitting all of my checks and I partnered with them. I, you know, got my own affiliate code so I can share it. And so through that, I was able to reach more people to try healthy, organic, uh, superfoods instead of sending them around to the stores. Cause I used to, I used to, out of my, the, just, passion. I would, you know, helping people go vegan. I would write them grocery lists. I would send them to this place, that place, go to Chinatown to get this herb, go this. And, you know, it was a lot of energy for me. And they were just buying basically maybe even just, you know, not even companies that aligned with our values, like Nestle owns Garden of Life. And so, you know, when I would send people, it didn't, it was, I was not getting anything from it. And I was also not giving them the best source. So what I loved was this was a way I can continue doing what I was doing sustainably because it was an energy exchange where I was sending them to the best source with the zero waste packaging, with, you know, they're, they have a gift code. So they're saving some money and that I was also able to be fairly compensated. And then of course, this is how I'm empowering people was when the people, when people would try this, they would love it. And, you know, that, they they can then upgrade to the, get their own affiliate code and start sharing it with their friends and family and other people to inspire them. And I just saw this as, it was like, this, this is, first of all, limitless in terms of how much success we can have here. And it is so impactful how many lives we can change 
and make it easy for people to just have all of the nutrition needs met on a plant-based diet. Something that is also so crazy is, I don't know if you know, but the average like vegan that's an activist or the average kind of vegan that's like really like trying to stand up and make the world a better place, their income is 15000 a year, the so average person. So the amount of power that they have to make a difference is actually very, very small when it comes to the money and their buying power, right? They can only do so much. They can only travel so far. They can only, you know, get to the place so far. They can only, you know, there's very limited, you yeah. know, and it, it starts to become social media is the way that they go. And so one thing that excites me is that when you're able to to have this extra income, then you could use it for the things that you care about. Now I can put money into sanctuaries, mm -hmm. right, that I couldn't do before. Now I can put money into other activists, right, that I really support and I love what they're doing. They're making impact. Now I can put money into into healthier alternatives, right, or or things that are better for the planet. Or right now we're building, we're going to be building a sanctuary, you know, in the near future. Like that and money a vegan community. and a vegan community. That money is going towards that. If I didn't, if I didn't have money, I couldn't do these things. I couldn't make these differences. I couldn't make this power. Pe these differences. People say that money is like. Uh, the root of all evil, right? You hear that, or money's evil. But what I think is money highlights who you actually are. So if you're a great, kind-hearted, empathetic, compassionate, loving human, and you care about animals or you care about the planet, you're going to do good things yeah. with that money. You're going to put that money where it deserves and where it's supposed to go. If you have a cold heart, you know, you're evil, you know, you want to you wanna cause harm, you're, and you have money, you're going to do it. Yeah. You're going to be able to do it. It's going to be so much easier. So um, that's something that I really, really appreciate. Could you talk a little bit more about that and maybe some of the maybe the plans that you have or yeah. some of the ideas that you have or maybe even some of the stories of people that what they did when they were able to have, you know, this extra income and how they were able to use it for, for good. Absolutely. It is so important that we rise. You know, we feel this momentum because actually Mother Earth is like is, is it's calling. She's calling to us to rise. Um, I think that, you know, we need to uh, transfer the power because right now, as we when we were growing up, I know, well, even just the Industrial Revolution and, and just that whole work matrix kind of lifestyle, it was really designed for just a few people to get really rich and everyone else to stay down or capped at a certain level. And um, a lot of people are still stuck in that mentality that, yeah, because we've seen only bullies make it, that we think that money is the root of evil, but it's really how the, how the game was rigged, right? But now we're taking our power back. This is a revolution. And I love the, um, the structure of, of this, um, you know, this, this way of making money because it actually has built in kindness. It is, I cannot make it unless you make it. I can't, like, and we are empowering each other. You're incentivized to do good things. You're mm -hmm. incentivized to do good behaviors. So when you do good behaviors for the planet and for other people and the animals, you, you get incentivized, which yeah. who wouldn't want to be incentivized for doing good things and good behaviors? I think if the world was able to shift in that way, where like you were incentivized for good behaviors, the world would be a good place. But the problem yeah. is you get so much money and you're so incentivized to do the bad things. Right, we're incentivized to compete and to step on each other, which is so terrible. That's why there's terrible, toxic work environments almost in every industry. Um, and so this is a new structure. I believe it's the future. And I believe we're here. We've been called upon to rise even against our own. Because I know so many, and I was the same way. I mean, I thought, like, we don't need money. Um, we could, like, we, we could just do this on our own. We don't need money. And then, you know, 
the things that we needed to do, like buying the land to protect it. I mean, we don't have a choice but to rise in power is the way I feel right now. And um, anyone not taking an opportunity to rise in, um, in influence and in monetary, um, then they're not being responsible because there's too many. We need to have the money in the good hands so that we can start making some real positive change on a really deep level not just on a superficial level, because yes, you can do all the activism you want, screaming in the streets, going to all the routes. But if you can't, you know, be the person who's like influencing laws and um, being like on a bigger level, we need vegans to rise in politics and in um, like high power influence levels. Yeah, it costs $100,000 to buy a lobbyist right now. And that's another example. Like, if you have the money, you could donate your money to be buying a lobbyist. Maybe you can't be a lobbyist. Maybe you don't have the time to be a lobbyist. Maybe you don't even want to get into politics. But maybe you know that the laws need to change, and they and if they were to change, that would make the that would that would make the difference. That is a perfect example. Look at Bill Gates right now. Bill Gates just bought up almost all yeah. of the farmland in America. Right? What if we? bought the farmland what if we had the farmland what would we grow on that farmland would you be would and you be farming be, animals it wouldn't be with chemicals that's it, for sure it wouldn't be with chemicals and it wouldn't be farm animals no right if we had the land exactly. the problem is we don't have the land we won't have the power so that's our goal is to rise yes power. Yeah. we do need we have an um a, a responsibility to do this and we are doing it in a collective way so that it's not, um, you know, the power just to a few. We can actually grow the, 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 the wealth in a, with a lot of people together. And we personally, some of the things that we're looking to do is to buy forest already. Um, you know, we have a project in Canada where we're buying 700 acres to, uh, protect that because it was being sold off in lots to be, so that would have all been cut down. So we are bought the entire 700 acres to protect that. And, um, there's a lot of forest right now that needs to be bought because it's being sold off. Even in Belize here, we can see as we're driving down, all of it is for sale. And that is devastating because when all of those, who knows who's going to buy that, right? So we need to be the ones who are protecting and, as you said, building um, sanctuaries, um, you know, rescuing animals. It costs a lot of money. There's so many things that require money and money can be used for such good in the world that it would be, it's naive and and immature when I hear people say that uh, money is just evil and I don't want to make money because, you know, that is actually doing a disservice to all of us. Yeah, it's absolutely heartbreaking um, when you see parts of these jungles um, get destroyed right before your eyes. I've seen it um, and, and I've seen the burning. Um, I've seen, you know, just total destruction um, of, of beautiful rainforest. And the craziest thing is the number one cause of, rain, of deforestation is animal agriculture. Um, and so it is impacting so many, so many lives. And also the um, deforestation and habitat loss is the number one cause of species extinction. These species that our kids, your kids, are never going to see ever. They're only going to see in like a movie or a story. They're never going to see these. And, it, and extinction means forever. Um, that means forever. When you take down a tree, that's someone's home. Like so many animals and insects live in that place and sometimes it is most of the time it's absolutely unnecessary yeah and so 
when you're able to take this land and we're going to get we're getting 200 acres by the way mm -hmm. um so 200 acres down here is our goal 700 acres up in canada and i know you're looking for more yeah um, that is definitely a way to go and if you didn't have the income to do that then it would be near impossible mm -hmm. um, to be able to make these changes and you're so right um we don't know who's buying these these places of land. We don't know what they're going to do. Even the place next door where you're staying at right now, um, or just, just next to you, that guy cleared all the land mm -hmm. um, for his place for no reason. And then he left. And he sold it and left. It was like the most um, pointless thing Tragedy. ever. Um, but those are just so many examples um, of what we need to do and how we need to, um, to improve. Absolutely. Um, I really want to talk about um, some, of the some of the changes. You were talking about your kids earlier. Um, and also I want to talk about your husband, Jared, um, some of the changes that they made, um, have been amazing. I really like what you said about when you went, when you went vegan and you knew that, um, your kid wasn't as healthy as maybe you wanted him to be and had some dark circles and how people would blame that, right? Oh, that's the veganism. And I love how you went into that and searched it. Now, can you tell us how are they doing and, and how are some of the changes within your kids and some, and also your husband? Cause I just saw some amazing photos recently where he is a huge transformation. It's really crazy. Yeah, it's amazing. Definitely going plant-based was like the catalyst for us to get, um, so much healthier, right? Like it's like when you go plant-based, it's undeniable. You're going to have an upgrade. Um, but then there was another upgrade that happened when we went more organic whole food, uh, and superfoods. And those changes have been just on another level. So, um, that's why I love making this accessible for everyone because, you know, it can be. Um, and Jared had asthma and allergies, which typically, I mean, I thought that's just something you're born with or whatever. I, I didn't know it would have to do with gut health, but he did the gut repair and he no longer, it was like within 30 days, he no longer needed his uh, Ventolin and his Benadryl and all of these things he was taking. And so that was a huge transformation. Jared also just lost a bunch of uh, inflammation and he's like, feels so much better. He's a different person. He literally looks like a different person. Yeah. Like I've never seen someone look like a total different person from like eating junk food to eating superfoods. It's like absolutely crazy. Yeah, it was crazy to watch. Um, definitely. It's we can all um, it's like we have this like inner superhuman within us all that sometimes it just like it needs to be uncovered. And this was the way for us. It was this 30 day um, ultimate lifestyle transformation. And I, I did it too. My whole transformation, so much mental stuff. I mean, so for me, a lot of depression, anxiety, um, insomnia, memory loss, all of these things mentally, I had a huge upgrade. It was like, I can see clearly, even though the whole world was still, you know, it's like a lot of us vegans carry the weight of the world on our shoulders and that can take a toll on us mentally, especially if we're activists and we're dealing I know so many vegans right now that every day I talk to them and they talk about, you know, depression, anxiety, PTSD, you know, some of these of things. And some don't even know that they have it and they're struggling with it. I didn't even know I was struggling with this, you know, just seeing the images over and over and over and sharing it. And even when I filmed inside a slaughterhouse, it's just like those things stick with you, you know, and it's just amazing on on how, how you can heal from that. Exactly. Because we're actually of no use if we're just going to be crying and, and, and angry about it, right? We don't realize that to affect serious change, we have to keep a level 
head. We have to be thinking very clearly. And so, you know, a lot of us get carried away with the emotions. I know I did. I would have breakdowns on, on social media, just crying. And no one was, no one, no one from that said, Oh, I'm going to go vegan. You know, um, what's really made the influence was how we're feeling great now. And so I'm seeing that I don't carry that weight of the world anymore. I feel in control. I feel that we're part of a solution. We're part of, we're, you know, and, um, so that gives me purpose. And then seeing my kids, uh, they went from having, you know, just like, you know, tantrums and um, a lot of behavioral issues to they're just so smart and, and calm. And um, just I watch them next to their peers. My kids are out of school. They've been out of school for a year now. And they were just assessed uh, by a tutor a few weeks ago. And they were already operating at like way above their um, their age level. So I know that a lot of it has to do with the nutrition that they're getting in their bodies. And um, yeah, so that's a big, like for anyone out there, I know it's absolutely a correlation. If your kids are going to be eating junk food or even as adults, if we're going to be eating junk food, we're going to have junk thoughts. We're going to be, uh, we're our, everything, everything is what we eat. So um, even as vegans, I just think it is so important that we don't just eat like the, first of all, the crap meat alternatives are owned by think, like Bill Gates and stuff like that. So we want to be, you know, of course, every now and then, and of course, I'm going to recommend it over a real hamburger to have that. But this is, we have to take it to another level and actually care about our health and the environment and, you know, n- not putting in chemicals and GMOs into our bodies, but, you know, really um, leading by example with healthy nutrition, because that absolutely is a upgrade on, on all levels. Yeah, I almost think that like being healthy is like one of the ultimate rebellions oh, because yes. because if if the the system is set up to make us sick, right? And the system that we that we live in, you know, that I used to live in in America, you know, is set up to making you sick and then profit off your sickness, mm-hmm. right? And so if you were to take that away from them, you know, you're taking away so much of the income that they're receiving um, from profiting mm-hmm. of us on being sick. So yes. so being being healthy is one of the most rebellious things that you could do, <laughs> um, which is, sounds so crazy in a world where so many people are sick. On top of that, the pandemic that we're going through, how many people are really sick that are really trying to figure out how do I get my immune system right? How yeah. do I build my immune system up? And and they're just not, they just don't have the education that's there, you know, so where can they get some of this information um, to help them? Yeah. Um, and also, um, why do you think there is such like a, a rift between like this plant-based and vegan like as if they're two different things, as if they are two different things in a way, but why is there so much like a clash when it's like, how do we work together? Exactly. Well, I love your, like health is a rebellion, right? That, and, and, and vegans are all about rebelling. So I think that ultimately we need to go towards health, um, is the ultimate rebellion. And especially as, as you said, we're taking the money out of the evil powers, the farm, big pharma and these big industries, right? I was on four medications before I started this. I'm so glad I'm not part of that machine anymore. And um, so, yeah, I, I, I hate that there's a rift. Um, I know for myself personally, uh, this is breaks my heart, but I was um, kicked out of Vegans United, which is a big Facebook group because I was talking about health because they were saying you're not vegan for the animals if you're talking about health. And see, I just, I was trying to merge the two. This is not true. If we are, first of all, we're all on the same mission. So whether your focus is the animals, whether it's the environment, whether it's your health, it is ultimately the same uh, outcome. And um, 
we need to to have people who are unhealthy vegans promoting things like just McDonald's comes out with a vegan burger or something like that, you're still feeding the the system. And um, so, and, 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 you know, don't you think if we are empowered healthy, we are not going to, we're not going to feel sick. We're not going to go back to needing um, anything else outside of ourselves because we are in empowerment, right? So we want to get vegans empowered to be our own, to be our own healers, to be the leaders of this health revolution. And there's so much information out there. So, I mean, a great place to start would, of course, be to start doing your own research on superfoods, um, especially organic. Um, and, you know, ha- like company like this is, is a perfect place to start, of course, because it aligns with all of all of our values. So um, I know that you have with your gu- you can share some gift cards with your guests, which is amazing because that will save them over a hundred dollars. Uh, to get started like that. And there's so much, you know, really quick, yeah. um, for those that are watching on, um, on the YouTube, we're going to be doing a podcast only, um, session right now. So make sure you guys download the podcast, um, uh, because we're going to be having this part, um, continue on the podcast only. Yeah. So definitely, uh, I know you have a link probably in this, uh, description. So that would be a great place to start. And, um, yeah, I guess reaching out to learn more because, of course, um, you know, here we are offering this and just, you know, I think it's so important that we become empowered to heal ourselves and research and do our homework to make sure that we're getting everything that our bodies need and that we're taking the precautions to repair our gut because so many of us will put all the right foods in our bodies. But if we're, if we have an unhealed gut from all of the years of eating crap foods and, pesticides and antibiotics and all of that stuff, you know, we're not going to be absorbing the nutrition properly. We're not going to give ourselves the op- the opportunity to feel that good. So I always tell people, start with gut health, start with having, you know, replacing uh, green juice every day, making sure that you're having healthy habits in place. And it's so easy for anyone to start, whether you're vegan or not, it is uh, the best place to start. Yeah. I want to touch a little bit on, as we wrap this up, I really want to touch um, up on vegan versus plant-based um, just a little bit um, because I know that there is like a huge like rift between the community and you got ostracized you know from different communities and I've received a lot of hate when I try to share healthy stuff and like oh that's not vegan um, vegan is only about the animals you can't share anything um, that isn't um, about the animals and it, it becomes really frustrating and really hard at times and the way that I look at it personally um, is that it doesn't have they don't you don't have to choose one or the mm-hmm. other it's like I can walk and text on my phone at the same time you know what I mean I can drive my car and listen to music at the same time you know I can eat blueberries and strawberries at the same time I think that you can be plant-based and vegan at the same time. I don't think that, I think that you can be one or the other and you can be both, right? I think that that's okay, right? I can be, I'm 100% vegan for the animals and I always will be and that'll never go away. I have a tattoo, you know, on my body for it, you know, and that's never going to go away. I mean, yeah, I could take it out or cover it up, but I never would because it's so ingrained in me. I've seen so much. I've filmed so much. I've seen so much suffering, but I've seen it. I know it. I understand it. It's ingrained into my brain. It'll never go away. Yeah. Right? And then plant-based for me is about health. 
right? You eat the healthiest plants you possibly can so you can be the best you possibly can, so you can make the most impact that you possibly can, right? So for me, plant-based is a health thing, and that's okay, right? And you should eat plants for your health, right? Um, so I am vegan for the animals and plant-based for my health. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I think that that is something that um, I wish that we could come together because it comes really polarizing mm-hmm. and it really rips people apart. And then when someone from the outside looks in, they're like, those guys are nuts. Yeah. Those guys are kind of crazy. Yeah. And that's where you get these stigmas and that's where you mm-hmm. get these sort of things, yeah. you know, um, and that's a huge part of it. What do you, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. There's so much division in the world right now. I say any way we can unite is, uh, is great, you know, and we need to go towards uniting because there's more power in numbers. And because we are all, I mean, some people will start for their health, but they will end up getting the compassion for the animals through healing their, their gut, maybe, you know, because we can think clearly and we have in touch, we're in touch with our bodies more. So I think that one always can lead to the other. Some activists who just went in just for the animals are going to start going into health and we need to work together. Um, definitely like anywhere I see division, I am, I'm steering away from because we need to work on uniting. We need to rise above all of the divisions out there right now. And I even think between all of us. So, you know, even if you're not vegan, even if you're not fully plant-based, um, we need to unite on where we can unite. And if it's baby steps in the right direction, we welcome you with open arms. You know, I, I think there's so much, the problem in the vegan movement is, is if you're not a hundred percent, then you're out. And we need to congratulate, we need to celebrate small steps. We need to be in, be a little bit more open and understanding with certain people and their situations, because this is how we're going to attract more people. And as you said, people look at it from the outside. I've had so many people say, I don't even want to use the word vegan. Even if they are vegan, they'll say, I don't even want to use the word vegan because it's, you know, I've seen too much bullying and it's ostracizing. And that's, you know, we need to stand united and strong and, and call out some of the bullies and say, this is doing terrible things for the movement, actually. This is actually turning people away from wanting to identify as a vegan. And you're also turning away new vegans who may be still in transition. I just don't think that it's constructive for the bigger picture. So I think people need to get out of their egos because I think egos come into play here when, oh, I'm a better vegan than you and this and that. And I just think if we're, if we're all on the same, if we can all say we all want to do better on this planet, we all want to eradicate, uh, the need for um, abuse and killing animals. So let's all work together. And, and this to me is, this to me has been an avenue where I've been able to unite more people. Absolutely. I think that, um, that's so true. And I really love everything that you said. Um, I want to thank you so much for your time. Um, is there anything else that maybe you want to add? Um, before we wrap this up or also where can people reach out to you and connect with you? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, um, you can, I guess I have a link tree now on my Instagram, so you can find everything on my Instagrams, Allison Jade Light, A-L-L-I-S-O-N-J-A-D-E Light. And then I also have Facebook, which I'm really active on is Allison Jade. You can always send me a friend request. I'm happy to connect. And, um, I want to say that anyone can get started on this. I started, as you said, broke. Um, I know you did too. And we have to, you know, this is all, this is a place to start so that we can get out of the lack mentality, the lack cycles. And, um, you know, there, everyone can do this. And that's what I love about what we're doing here is this is open to everyone between the age of 18 to no matter what age you can do this business 
And you can, you know, every one of us has people in our life that we can inspire. So don't forget that, you know, even if you're not an influencer, you don't think of yourself as that there's, we've been assigned people that are only we can reach actually. So, um, that's the beauty of this. Every single person can succeed in this. And, um, that's what I want to say is, uh, definitely get in touch with Kevin to learn more and let's work together. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Allison. Thank you so much for having me. Yep. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Empathy Podcast. I appreciate you guys for listening. I hope you guys took away something and you can apply it in your day-to-day lives. Also, I can see that there's a lot of you listening that aren't subscribed. So please, please subscribe. Make sure you leave a review at Apple Podcasts that helps people find my podcast so that more people can listen.